Welcome to the best idea of a podcast. Ever. It's a movie podcast. We talk about movies. Never been done before. <laughs> uh, it's a revolutionary idea. Uh, it's called, um, uh, let's go, go to the lobby. It's where we go and uh, we talk about pairings of food with any given movies. Uh, I recommend just the sourest candy imaginable while you're watching Joker in a recliner. Thank you. That's been, that's been LobbyCast this week. We will see you uh, next Saturday. Um, I want to on... be a movie hero just <laughs> for you. This has been a HeadGum podcast. Welcome to the best idea of a podcast of all time. 294 note streak. Uh, we don't talk about movies. We talk about songs in a video game, uh, which <laughs> a weird number of layers. Uh, you play them with plastic guitars. Uh, we have a bracket in front of us with all the songs in the main Guitar Hero video games. And we're gonna we're gonna sort them. We've been doing this for twenty episodes. We're still in it. My name is Joe. I use any and all pronouns. I'm joined by Riley. What's good? My name is Riley. I use he and they pronouns. Joe already explained what this podcast is. I don't have anything else I need to say besides don't be mean to other people's music tastes. Respect music tastes. Respect music. The music respecter has logged on. Has the music respecter hit that 30-minute timer that we use in every episode? They just did. Fuck yeah. What's our first matchup, music respecter? Uh, the respectful ex-girlfriend by No Doubt versus Sneak Out Respecter by Respecter Hill Drive. Damn, what a matchup. There's so much respect between these two so songs. So much respect permeating these walls. Like I, would argue, sweat. I would argue that ex-girlfriend is not a very respectful song. It isn't. I would also say that mm, Sneak Out might rule. Sneak Out is a good song. It's always like, oh yeah, that song exists. It much, mm-hmm. much like uh, last time we were just talking about uh, One Big Holiday, this is on kind of the same vein of just like, oh yeah, this is here and it's really good. And then like, Ex-Girlfriend is a really good song by No Doubt. <laughs> I really don't know where to lean with these two. They're both, they're both B pluses. I'm skipping through Ex-Girlfriend because I think Sneak Out might do more stuff. You know what I mean? It might mm-hmm. have like funner guitar parts for like a late middle game, late middle song. Yeah, probably. Like Ex-Girlfriend almost definitely would have come in. Let me see. Let me actually look. Um, yeah, Guitar Hero 5. That makes a lot of sense. They're both almost exactly the same length of three minutes and 32 or 34 seconds. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Honestly, actually, I take back what I said about it. I think that Sneak Out does more. I think they both do literally the same amount of stuff. <laughs> I think they're both the same song. All songs in Guitar Hero are actually just the same. You can bake a cake and, a, and pancakes with the same mix. And I'm here to tell you that one of these is cake and one of these are pancakes. And they're both delicious and I love them both. Yeah. I'm watching, I'm I watching a chart of this Guitar Hero chart for... For girlfriend, and it's fine. Um, it's probably early game. Mm-hmm. Somehow, at at you know three and a half minutes, I feel like it should have been three. <laughs> it doesn't really build any to anything either. Mm-hmm. Neither of them build really. Hold on, like, this is important. I'm opening what? up this video. I looked up, you know, let me see some Guitar Hero playing of of Sneak Out by Rose Hill Drive. I open up this video. Uh, it does open up saying Team Cena. 
in Ooh. cooperation with Cena's Corner. Excuse me, what is this now? I don't know, but they're listing off all their sponsorships that Team Cena has. It doesn't seem like uh, our boy John is involved. I don't know who, who Team Cena is. Hmm. But anyways, now that 20 hmm. seconds in, I'm watching this chart. It's already more engaging. It's a lot of... Uh, uh, it, it's it's consistent. Like it's it's a complicated groove, but it's a groove. Yeah. It it still has something to do. I don't know. I to me this feels like sneak out. Sneak out wins this. There's kind of nothing between those grooves, but I think I would mm-hmm. prefer that to uh, a song where you're playing the whole time and it's not very engaging. And because both of these songs, I think you know, were probably picked around the other instruments being played too. Because yeah. they're both in five. So we can hold them both on those merits. Yeah, just oh, to but me, yeah, the Rose Rose Rail Drive also has like some solo stuff in the back half too. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely leaning sneak out. I agree with you. There is no doubt that ex girlfriend will live on in somebody's heart. Somehow, I always knew you'd end up my third round loss. Now listen here, Joe. I'm gonna need you to hold my hand as I take Bleed American and walk past Hungry Like the Wolf. <sighs> You know, here's here's what I'm gonna say. You're wait, but before that, you're you're saying that Bleed American should win, right? I think so. You think it should beat Hungry Like the Wolf? I gotta listen he, to Hungry Like the Wolf. Here's I'm listening to it now, and here's what I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Hungry Like the Wolf, undoubtedly a better song. Mm-hmm. Bleed American, undoubtedly belongs in Guitar Hero much much more. Mm-hmm. Hungry Like the Wolf, Wolf, Wolf. Hungry like the like the wolf is not even a first tier song. It's like a tier zero. It's a how does how do I use this plastic guitar? I've never seen a guitar before. Never touched a button before in terms mm-hmm. of like engagement of guitar playing. At least in in the way it would track into this game. And then Bleed Americans probably like a top tier or well a uh, a very very good second tier song. Like it's still early in the game, but it's one of the best early in the game songs you're probably going to hear up there with the middle so um so i I think bleed american goes forward but not with any disrespect to duran duran it's just i don't this is a respectful podcast yeah we Uh, wouldn't respect we've we've disrespected some some musicians and bands who could say (laughs) who could say but but that ends les paul that ends les paul Steps us on to this next one. Woman by Wolfmother is up against No One Knows by Queens of the Stone Age. I I love this Stone Age song. I do think Woman's better. Yeah, like, let me hit play on this. I, again, like, I don't even think, I don't think this is, like, I, I would pick other Queen songs off of this record or out of their discography. Like, No One Knows is good. I do like its progression. But, like, at no point does it ever hit as hard or consistently as Woman does. Woman is also a fucking tight three minutes. It gets in, it gets out. Like it's yeah, it's it's gonna be hard to beat on this bracket in general. Mm-hmm. I'm looking and I'm looking. Good. I'm looking ahead. I think it's gonna go really deep. Here's the thing: if it wins here, it's already really deep. Yeah, yeah. No, it's gotten it's and it's. I don't know if like I we, I think we consider its competition less and less because we're just like, yep, nope. Mm-hmm. It's still woman. It's still woman by Wolfmother. Yep. And that's the problem. It comes in so fucking hard. It does such fun shit with the guitar. And then, mm-hmm. like, I just, I don't, I don't think. No One Knows is a great song. Very great. Very fun to play as well. But also, like. 
Like it's just yes. good. Woman is good. And with this <laughs> with this song, not only do I get to be a song respecter, I get to be a wife respecter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd put woman forward. So this next one, Avila Velasquez versus Mountain Song, twelve minutes. Both are long because well, five and a half minutes. Oh yeah, I forget. I always forget. I always forget. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm watching the Guitar Hero chart right now because I'm kind of interested in what it does with what it has, and it's pretty good. I think it it starts complicated and it slides into some grooves. Whoever's video I'm watching, their singer looks like fucking Rick. Rick from Rick and Morty, um, which I hate. And but well, oh, I forgot. Yeah, it changes up at like a minute and a half in, where it goes into the slower stuff. So much of the like their their tones are such a big part of my appreciation for Mars Volta, um, and and, and the vocals because the playing in, in this isn't that complicated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then until until it gets to like a solo at like three minutes, and even that's like consistent it's not like what's the most unplayable bullshit we can do for this like like it sounds good yeah mountain song is the same note it gets louder it crescendos it does a a weird dave navarro solo Mm -hmm. but it is the same note for four minutes i like the note but Right now, it's gonna come down to I like the Mount, Mount, I like Mountain Song. I don't like the Mars Volta song, but I think that's just because I don't super like the Mars Volta. But I also don't feel strong enough on this Jane's Addiction song to like say it should be in the fourth round. Like, I'm kind of surprised look, it got this far. Yeah, I mean, it had like it's had a week. It beat Everlong by the Foo Fighters, and that was my biggest thing for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like if you were to give me the option, I think I would. Like, I think I'd look at the fourth round of a Guitar Hero bracket, and if I saw a Mars Volta song, I'd be like, yeah, that's probably right. It ain't for me, but someone probably is right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah, I'd no, say Yeah, no, this is really is, like, the most one-note yep. song. Just... Yeah, whereas, like, La Viola Visquez is two... Uh, the, the edit for Guitar Hero is um, two and a half notes, I would say. Um, and it's... They're all really good... <laughs> And uh, it, it it doesn't feel as it actually doesn't feel that bad listening to it edited down um, as much as I would have expected because it is such a long song that they're taking few parts out of. And I think it works pretty well, and the the grooves that are are there are good. And then it switches into the slower stuff, plays with some solo stuff, um, some some acoustic guitar picking, and it, it ends in kind of a. Like, it slows down at the end. It doesn't build into a big triumphant thing, which is an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. I just think it's real good. And I like all the tones that they use, and I, I, you know... The thing about Mars Volta is I usually come to it thinking, this is one of my favorite vocalists. and Because their guitar stuff's really, really good, but it's not, like, you know... I'm not, I'm not uh, praising their guitar playing nearly as much as their, their vocals. Um, their, their band works as a really strong unit more than, I, I think, like... Oh yeah, the guitar part just shines so fucking strong. Yeah, and I think similarly, mountains like Jane's Addiction and Mountain Song. It's it's more of a unit. Nothing stands out, but when all of it's just kind of it it is coming down the mountain. Like that's it. It is that like coming down the mountain. 
it's slowly for, progressing for, down there for however many minutes yeah then like that is like a little bit draining i wish it would get down the mountain i wish yeah it no it's yeah down it's the mountain but like it is ugh. it's doing what it said it was doing it is like, what it says on the addiction cops are coming yeah they're coming to arrest you for liking jane's addiction damn it i knew this would happen to me one day this is what happens when you're a fan of the police it they're a good band they're fine. I, I, I think it is it, it bizarre to put uh, a very mediocre Jane's Addiction song above any Mars Volta song. But especially mm-hmm. this one, I think, is a very, very good fit for Guitar Hero. And it's on World Tour. At this point, they're playing with different stuff anyway. I think it's, I think it's, it's really good, and it's condensed in a, a, con- a very accessible way. All right. I agree with you. I would put... I would put- Mountain song forward. I just don't see it going past this round. Yeah, it's just such a nothing song, and I feel like it's just kind of been better than what it was up against multiple times. Yep. Just because like it's up against other nothing songs like Weezer and um and the White Stripes. Next up is Freya the Sword versus Crazy on You by Heart. This is hard, Joe. <laughs> I know that's why this is the one where I was like, Joe, I need you to take this. I need you. To tell me what you want me to do as your friend in this situation. You know what I mean? I need you to, like, think about this. I'm listening to the songs. Because here's where I stand. Listener, like, I really do think, like, The Sword is one of the Guitar Hero songs. You know what I mean? Sword's band. I think Freya is one of the Guitar Hero songs. I will never remember which one is which i used to do that for a long time and then i drilled it into my head once so i never had to do it again <laughs> i think freya would be great at two and a half minutes so i've listened to these songs here's my here's my my takes both of them probably a little bit longer than they should be or at least they they, they feel a little long in the tooth for the sake of being a guitar hero uh, freya is definitely more one note it's a really good note i love its its big riffs and chugs <laughs> they're fucking what solid it's a very specific joke just for me is what it is and i won't explain it uh big riffs is they're good they're good and they're one note and that song if the song was two and a half minutes if this was like a them bones level hit i would have no question uh i think crazy on you is more varied and does more with its length further justifies it i like the tones a little bit more uh the the acoustic intro is actually fun to play i have played the song recently ish uh it's good i like the 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 stuff it does around the choruses i also kind of wish it was like 30 to 45 seconds shorter but hey it's it's the long the long intro is is justified i think for me um so if it's just me i think i'd put crazy on you forward joe i'd agree with you all right well problem I, I, I too would put cra- I, I i too would put crazy on you forward like i agree with everything you said freya is one note is a good note but it's one yeah why not want more and Joe, speaking of one note, Ooh. Monsters by Matchbook Romance up against Knights of Cydonia by The Muse. One note streak. One note streak. Um, All right. So we know Knights of Cydonia. Pull up Monsters if you haven't. Oh, man. It's good. It's good. We do this every time. It's very good. I love, I love the guitar tone. I love the... It's so spooky. It sets a good mood here it's the, the, a, it's, the, a, it's they're these both, are both really good mood songs. setting songs yeah the, yes. the pre the pre-chorus build is so good and then the chorus is just shreds mm-hmm. 
Here's the thing. Does this, this I think does set its mood as effectively. And as, half the uh, fucking time. <laughs> and with no space horses. Here's the thing. I love space horses. Oh, who wouldn't? I'm just saying, Matchbook does it with a guitar. They don't need a space horse. They don't. But the mood they're looking for, like, I think that, like, I'm oh, man, the, I'm the, the vocal rhythm changes in the second verse. It's so good. Okay. I'm that has nothing to, to do with Guitar Hero, but. No, but we need to give this song everything it can. Yeah, I think these are both in three. So, again, it's like a, a, a solid matchup in terms of what they were capable of doing. The clap pattern also does a really good, like, effect for just kind of the whole timbre of the song. It's good. It's really, really good. My thing it's is, probably Joe, I don't. One of the best alt rock songs in the fucking game. True. I don't know if it's Knights of Sidonia. Good. Well, it's not because I said Sidonia is like a, a fluke. <laughs> you know? It is. It's a fluke, but it's Hold also. Hold on. Did, like... you get, did you get two minutes into Matchbook Romance? I'm about to. Okay. I'm going to just wait till we listen to that. <laughs> that rules. The, 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 the change up into the bridge is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't like overstay its welcome. It's like such a perfect length. It they doesn't. could have made this song six minutes. They could have made a Knights of Sidonia, and they didn't fucking want to. That is true. After this, I'm going to listen to Knights of Sidonia. This is the last matchup of this round, and I imagine this episode. So, oh, the solo is so good. I'm feeling like turning this whole bracket on its head is the thing. I'm feeling like we live well, in a potential well, world, Joe, where we like we live in a society. Knights of Sidonia might go down. Through the fire and the flames, Cliffs of Dover might go down. We might just have like a, we're in it now. Like, this is just, this is anybody's game. If we take out Knights, that opens up then the window any- for a lot I of mean, people. Knights would lose to any of the songs you just said. Mm-hmm. I think. I think Monsters gives them a better chance to survive. It's an underdog. It's an underdog. Everyone loves an underdog. It gives us a different conversation to have. And... Because here's the thing, knights. There's a lot you can say about knights, but if you say it once, it's like, all right, I get it. Yep. And I think you nailed it when you pointed out that Knights of Sidonia takes twice the amount of time to do what Monsters does. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's it's I there there's different tones. I I think I prefer the Monsters tone and its approach to it. Knights of Sidonia. I am gonna pull up. Oh, it's suggested. <laughs> he knows what you're looking for. Not not completely half the time, because it's a six-minute song. Monsters is just under four. But I just think that everything that, like... Like, Night Sidonia is, like, uh, effective. It's fine. It's definitely music their best, because it's good. It need Night Sidonia needs its fucking, like, uh, uh, smoke and mirrors. It needs every ounce of the performance it can get. Mm-hmm. Monsters shows that it doesn't need that. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like... I don't know, like, really pairing these two songs off against each other is just like, yeah, Night of Sidonia has this, like, bridge that builds, um, not necessarily in, like, it's, it's just they just start playing louder. <laughs> is that, that's it. Whereas, like, uh, Monsters is, uh, you know, jolting you awake with its rhythm suddenly changing and then slowing things down using half time. Mm-hmm. It plays with easier-to-access people pieces than... uh Sidonia does. Yeah, like Sidonia is like trying to accomplish similar things by adding more layers rather than just making the layers they have really, really good. Joe? I know there's at least one listener who's very happy to see Muse get stomped into the dirt. 
Yeah, and here's the thing. Here's the here's the storyline here. If you'll follow me back through this bracket, Knights of Cydonia defeated Sweating Bullets. I a stand by that. Intense goth song that has like great energy to it and great setting. It came in. It it kind of cleaned the Cydonia cleaned the floor with uh one by Metallica, which I stand, there are some I, people who who could say yeah. Metallica and Megadeth have like similarities that are important to draw on. And then if we look at Monsters by Magical Romance as like something that has taken that spooky Halloween vibe that Sweating Bullets gave us and reformatted it and worked against it and condensed it and brought that back against Knights of Cydonia. It came up having trained under the tutelage of Sweating Bullets to defeat Knights of Cydonia. I just like that storyline. I mean, you just said a bunch of bullshit, but sure. I did. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. Monsters by Magic Romance is going forward. I think so, yeah. We still have four minutes, baby. Shit, I guess we can look at Explorer again. Uh, which is more than a feeling versus Godzilla. Fuck. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, so I guess I'll take a minute since we have it to talk. Um, we're going to go back through. It's around four now. And each of these matchups are going to... Um, oh, well, not, not quite done yet. We're, um, we're not quite to the, the new finalist the bracket. Yeah, the, the way the, uh, all of these are going to go into, like finalist brackets and then they're gonna have like their own kind of different seating that we we have set up here on the uh fucking i don't know it's weird like strat a is gonna go up against uh sga and then that's gonna whichever one of those wins goes up against les paul and then it's just because it's a very odd number of songs but we're we're nearing that it's not round five i think it's uh the winner of round six that gets that um but we're in round five uh, we keep having the number of songs, so they're gonna keep going quicker. But the first round, you're right, it is more than a feeling by Boston up against Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. I think Go Go Godzilla is gonna lose. I agree. <laughs> more than a feeling is just such a. It's just perfect. It's just a perfect energy and song, like, and it just nails it on every beat and every note. I asked you to do this uh, a episode ago, and I'm going to ask you to do it again. Can you just put, like, the, uh, just smash cut the chorus of More Than a Feeling into here right now? Sure, yeah. Just, just fucking. Yeah, I definitely did that. Yeah, it'd be beautiful. It's, be- it's, it's, the chorus is so good. And then, like, as you get towards the uh, end when it comes into the bridge, and, like, uh, you get the uh, falsetto, where they close my eyes and just looked away, mm-hmm. and then singing into that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I stand by all of, uh, all of Godzilla's victories. I think it, um, I think it's really good. It's not, you know, Don't Fear the Reaper or anything, but it's, it's definitely a really good Blue Oyster Cult song. It's a good band. Um, but man, more than a feeling, it's just like, like Boston's the greatest hits band. Do not get me wrong, but damn, are those hits the greatest? They're really fucking good. I have more than a feeling that we have. Explorer A. That's more ours. than a feeling. At yeah. Boston. We're in it now. This is it. Look at these matchups. That's Explorer A. And then looking at this one, we still have time. Cheap Tricks Surrender versus Creams Crossroads. I think that's Cheap Trick. I think it is too. Like, I think it's Surrender. Like, again, like Cream, really good. Crossroads, not their best. But, like, Surrender's fucking Surrender. And I think Surrender uh here deserves to 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 go against more than a feeling i don't think i don't remember how this seating works maybe it's not but Mm -hmm. um we'll see how this shakes out we'll see how this shakes out 
Yeah, I agree. Right, right now we're just picking songs. Next time we'll know what we're doing. <laughs> Surrender. Surrender. Still have time. Purple Haze cool. versus the underdog Novella Elanzuela. I'm going to vote for that one. I'm going to vote for Novella Elanzuela. It's so good. I need to listen so to good. Purple Haze again. I need to listen to both of these, actually. That's our timer, so this is it. This is it. Purple Haze is really fucking good. I'm glad it's made it this far. Purple Haze definitely has deserved to make it this far. I love a song that like is two minutes long and has the f- like still has a, a justified solo. I'm gonna yeah. listen to the I'm listening to the Negramaro song. I remember thinking it shreds. Yeah, it's really fucking good because it goes through like it takes you on a journey in this first minute of the song. Yeah, it's like I, yeah, it's one of the best alt rock songs I've heard. Mm-hmm. I heard it because of fucking Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. Guitar Hero brings people together. Uh huh. And it divides them in this podcast. <laughs> It's really fucking good. I still think I'd put Purple Haze over it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think, like, Purple Haze is just, like... N- neither... I don't I don't think that uh, the Negramaro song really overstays its welcome. I do think it could be just a little bit more tight. But it's it's still, like, you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's real good. I'm not complaining. Uh, Purple Haze, similarly, just real good. Like, really, really good. <laughs> Both of these songs would be in the perfect set list. We could go through and make a set list of every song that's made it to round four, and it would be fucking, it would shred. I'd probably still think there's like one or two songs that are just, why, are, why did this make it in? Yeah. <laughs> just, just because of how the seating has worked. But I don't know. I think, the thing is, I think Purple Haze is like, it's something special, you know? It, it, it's, it's this, uh, this really neat two and a half minutes from, from Jimi Hendrix, and the Negramaro song is, you know, a top-tier alt-rock song that probably doesn't hold a candle to a lot of the songs it's going to be up against in the deeper rounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I think by, by, by that, I would probably put Purple Haze forward. I don't know. How do you feel? I, I really want to put the Negromaro song forward. The Jimi Hendrix song is very, very good. I think everything you say is true. I can't argue against what you say. That's pretty much where I stand. It's like, yep, mm-hmm. Joe's right. I still want to do it, but like Joe is right. I wouldn't be unhappy if either of them went forward. Here's what I'm going to say. I think that I think that like Jimi Hendrix would go forward in anyone else's bracket. I don't know if anyone else would have let Villa Elanzuela get this far, and I think it deserves to be this far. Mm-hmm. I think it does even deserve to make it the next step. I they I think they both deserve to make it to the next step. Yeah. Here's the thing. Both of these songs great. Both of these songs are fan fucking tastic. Mhm. You know what? I think I'm. I'm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm thinking I'm leaning your way. And there we have it. I'll take that. I, I'm cheap trick surrender. Moves on. Moves <laughs> 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 on twice, baby. There we go. We are almost done with the Explorer Division. <laughs> yeah, but our yeah, timer got... is up. One more. Uh, one more matchup, and then um, yeah, we'll be. Ooh, it's coming down to it. We're in it now. Oh, Joe. Riley. Fucking. Sorry, one second. Let me let me do the. Joe! Where can people find you on the internet? Twitter.com. <laughs> Ghost of Joe is my Twitter handle. You can find me there tweeting about uh, various other shows I do and some other stuff. Also, you should follow Orange Groves Net on Twitter just uh, to see retweets of all the different shows in the network. Maybe check out something you haven't. Um, you can also go to orangegroves.com or theorangegroves.com to check out all the shows on the network. 
Citizen Hank might be out by now. Oh hell yeah! That's that's been around. I feel like that's been around the bend for a grip, but like I don't know. I'm calling my shot. I'll edit this out if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, lots of fun stuff on there. Uh, you can also get stuff cut out of podcasts and bonus shows at the Orange Grove's Patreon, like Champs in the Making, where we do this show, but for Pokemon. Um, you know, this wasn't absurd enough. And uh, you also did the video game draft recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where Jory came in, bought Stadia, became the Pepsi Stadia, and then just started picking up some brands. It's good. It's a good game. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Good game. Good, good playing. Yeah. Where are you on the internet, Riley? You can find me on the internet on twitter.com slash rev red. That's rev like reverend rev by. Yep. Bread. <laughs> Bread. You can find me on. You can find my games if you want to buy them at leaksmithgames.com. You can also hear me on a new podcast with Off the Table. Um, it should be out by the time this is out. Um, it's called uh, Cape Lorelei, and uh, it it rules. It's a Urban Shadows uh, actual play, and I play a uh, ex boxer now baker named Daisy Cutter, and they rule. I love them a lot. They're just a, a nice grandparent. Hell yeah! That's it. That's it. Our but- theme music is is Guitar Hero by Vardis off the album Vigilante. We don't say that every episode, and we're supposed to. We should, because honestly... Song shreds. Song fucking good. Real good. If this podcast has done anything, it has shown me that song. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Number one victory. Uh, but until next time, my friends, as always, move forward each day with the, the want to find something new and enjoy music. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know yeah. of them. Did you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy we shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely didn't know at all the people that was crazy holy fuck mike mitchell why well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies justin mcelroy grab your tongue grab your tongue and i want you to say Our born tongue. on a pirate ship you were born on a pile of shit and many more so check it out but also if you don't like bare naked ladies we talk about them probably like a third of the time so uh, yes that's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We could make a board game about it.